0: Hi, everybody. This is Tova from Operation Tube Top, and this podcast, I am sitting with Lily Pan. Hi, Lily. How are you?
1: I am great. Hi,
0: Tova. Thank you so much for being on the, I guess, show, and I can't wait to get started. But as always, a quick break just to check the sound, and we'll be right back. So, Lily, we've been friends for a couple of years. Yes. And how did we meet? Because that's always a funny story.
1: Oh, my God. Okay, so we met about, what was it, two, three years ago? Two and a half. Two and a half years ago. Two and a, and a half years ago. We were at Lucas, which is this bar in the 1st District. Um, this was a bar that everybody at AIS went to. AIS, the American International School, that's where we both went. Mm-hmm. Um, we met there at my reunion, my twentieth, my 20th high school reunion. Um, so that's where we met. It was super fun. Um, I'd never met you before. So it shocking. was uh, shocking. <laughs> shocking. Two Canadians who had not met in Vienna. <laughs> um, and so it was hilarious. We could totally connected immediately. Mm-hmm. It was like, kind of like love at first sight. It was love
0: at first sight. <laughs> love at first a Weissenspitzer and the terrible <laughs> <Absolutely>. Lucas bar.
1: <laughs> and of course we had a Vitamine, which is like um, orange juice with vodka. Yes, I think that was vodka. I don't. I don't remember. even know. I, yeah. Who knows what is served at
0: Lucas? It's something. terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely
1: it a made p- us giggle. Yeah, we laughed a lot. No, it was it was
0: a super fun <laughs> night, and so um, you're Canadian and you're also Austrian. So yes. maybe we'll talk about that in a minute. Let's first talk about who you are job-wise. It's always interesting. Everybody I've had on the podcast is quite interesting, except for Bob, he's the worst. (laughs) There's been no Bob. There's been no Bob. I like Bob. Yeah. So you're (laughs) an art director. And why don't you tell me a little bit about what an art director does and for what company? I believe it's your own
1: company. Yes. So tell me a little bit about your company. Okay. So um, I'm an art director illustrator. Um, I spent most of my days illustrating for different – Companies, newspapers, um, anything from packaging design, um, articles for anything from magazines to newspapers. Um, I also, you know, website illustrations. Um, it's it's an incredible, actually, the amount of work I've been getting as an illustrator. I never ever thought that this would be my you know calling, my calling really. Yeah. I mean, I always loved to draw. It was something I always loved doing, um, but um, never nobody ever said become an illustrator. You'll have a great life. Like I never no. ever thought, you know, you No. we're, we're
0: told to marry rich.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Or, you know, become a lawyer, become a doctor, become this, become that. But
0: yeah. Anyway, artist is low down on the parent list of things they tell you to definitely, do.
1: Definitely low down on the list. And so I kind Menu, of knew like,
0: your cat's trying to eat. Yeah, she's fine. Oh, sorry. By the way, we have, we have a guest uh, as well. Manu is a floof of a cat. <laughs> Six months old. Oh, I'm in love. I'm not even a cat person, I'm in
1: love. Okay. Oh yeah. She's definitely the highlight of my of this apartment. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Um so yeah, so that's basically what I do. I'm an illustrator, graphic designer, I used to do a lot of graphic design. I recently also did some exhibition design, which is something I totally enjoy doing. So in a different dimension, three-dimensional, um Something completely different, but love doing it. Yeah. So And what's
0: the name of your company? Just because I'm gonna be posting the link to your company in the comments. So people when they need to hire somebody. The
1: name of my company is Lily Penholzer Illustrations. Mm -hmm. Um so this is my illustration website. And I also am co-founder of All Design. Um All Design as in All Design as in (laughs) (laughs) as in everything. Design all. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm co-founder of that together with um, with the colleague and this is more sort of a graphic design um, company. So mm-hmm. we do a lot of communication, graphic design.
0: Logo work.
1: Logo work but also um, anything having to do with um, exhibition design that also sort of falls into that. Um, I mean design and communication it is such a huge area. Mm-hmm. So there's so many areas you can go into that. With that. So I could spend the whole night just talking about this. So yeah, and we won't. <laughs> <laughs> we won't. We won't. We won't. <laughs> we won't. What I
0: find interesting nowadays is that, in a way, because of the internet, everything is so super visual. I mean, there's always been graphic design. There's mm-hmm. always been different companies having their their type of script, the way they write things, the font. Exactly. But nowadays, things really need to stand out. Yes. And it's amazing where something probably in the 90s didn't bother people, but something like Comic Sans. Yes. drives people up the wall absolutely. even people who aren't graphic yes. designers yes. it's something that they really know. drives them nuts Yeah,
1: no, absolutely terrible well i mean terrible terrible in, in, depending on what context i mean sometimes comics comic no. sense no no <laughs> <laughs> no nope. it can't be comical <laughs> in some situations mm-hmm. but um but it really has to be kind of like an exaggerated terrible like we are not into the design let's use comics sense to make it funny la 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 things okay. whatever but, yeah,
0: normally yeah. nobody uses it. Nobody uses it. but Or Papyrus. That's the other one that people oh, yeah. seem to hate. Yeah. Yes, they hate
1: it, and it's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know if you've seen, there's like this, I think it's a Saturday Night Live skit, where this one graphic designer is super upset because he's realized that the movie Avatar, their movie poster, uses papyrus and he spends the whole like his whole life trying to figure out why they did this i
1: haven't seen this and just for that i'm gonna watch it again you have yeah yeah
0: (laughs) just because the movie poster says i can't
1: believe they did that yeah it's papyrus yeah it's this
0: graphic designer getting really upset so
1: good for him yeah you you gotta like stand your you gotta gotta fight for the right for the right font for the right font (laughs) not fair uh, so let's
0: talk about your illustrations because I love your work. I think it's amazing. It's that's
1: so sweet. Thank you.
0: No, but it's true. And I think you know what inspires you to do the illustrations that you do because you have a really unique way of creating your illustrations. Mm-hmm. I see it, and I'm like, oh, that's I can see like on the Metropole. You did the cover of Metropole. Yes. Just a couple months ago, and yeah. immediately I love it. It's just so Mad Men meets sims meets it's everything i loved it so much i thought it was such an incredible cover it's this man sitting in a chair right and i want that as like a print by the way (laughs) just asking for that when my birthday rolls around um that's sweet but i remember seeing that cover not knowing that you had done that cover and immediately i was like oh that must be lily's work like it's recognizable which is fantastic fantastic.
1: that is fantastic i didn't i didn't realize that and i'm really happy that people are starting to recognize my work Um, um what inspires me um all kinds of things, actually. I mean, very inspired by artists, other illustrators, what they do. Um, I'm inspired by nature. I mean, I, that's very cliche, but it's true in a way. Yeah. Um, I love using colors. Um, I've always been a very kind of like, I don't know, maybe also like 1960s, mm-hmm. 1950s kind of illustrations have always inspired me. Um, I just love sitting and working on illustrations. It's something like you do as a hobby and if you can make it into your work, again a cliche, but it's 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 wonderful just to be sitting and working on these kind of things. So um, all kinds of things inspire me. Sometimes it's even like a scene of a movie, sometimes it's a, a moment in time, whatever. I, again, it's cliche, but it's just the way it is. No, but that's how it works
0: as an artist. Yeah. And you took a huge risk a couple years ago. I did. So, what was this big risk that you took? Well, so. You honestly, wore Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> in I Paris. Would
1: never <laughs> wear Crocs. Thank
0: you. I know. I have a friend who's an old student. That's like
1: the comic sense of shoes <laughs> 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 like it's
0: is very true. <laughs> Very much agree with that. That's brilliant. It needs to be a t-shirt.
1: <laughs> uh, exactly. So um, well, anyway, what I did was I took the big step um um to become freelance or independent when to start my own business. Um it's a big step because you never know what's gonna happen. and people always tell you, don't do it, you're gonna die. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's not dead, just like let you all know.
1: <laughs> Doing is not well. a ghost, I'm not I'm alive. You can touch me. Um <laughs> So I did that big step. And to be honest, I do not regret it one minute. It was just, everything was just going uphill from then on. I mean, mm-hmm. people always say to follow your dreams, uh, you know, and we finally do it. And to be honest, it does work. Just follow your dreams because at the end of the day, um, you know, you really reach your goals. You're much happier. I'm, I've never thought I could be so happy in my life after oh, I did that so nice to hear. It is. And so okay, I'm, really I'm going to go and be a model. <laughs>
0: Follow my dreams. Well, do it. You <laughs> never know what's
1: going to happen. So um, I always encourage you. know people. what happens?
0: Sex trafficking. That's what happens, okay? <laughs> if I did that, be on the news. Oh,
1: yeah. We don't <laughs> we don't want that Mm-mm. happening. But, yes. Um, Psycho Cat. Love yes, you. Psycho Cat, she wants to be part of the show. She's so. very cute.
0: I'll be posting a picture of Manu on Instagram this evening so you can see it. <laughs> She's yeah. cute. So, yeah.
1: Anyway.
0: Yeah. So that was your big your big risk, and it's paid off. I mean, you've done really, really well. Okay. And you. let's talk a little bit about your background, and then we'll talk about your recent projects. But first of all, you were born in Vienna. No, I was born
1: in Toronto. You were born in Toronto? Yes. I I'm didn't f- know that. I'm a full-fledged Canadian in the sense that I was born in Toronto, <laughs> Ontario. I'm not a customs officer. You can be honest. <laughs> I swear. But I thought you were born
0: here and then moved super young no, which was, makes you just as Canadian but <laughs> but you're like I'm born again
1: <laughs> other way around so I was born in Canada mm-hmm. um I lived there for the first four years of my life okay 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 then we moved to Austria for one one year mm-hmm. up in the 19th district in a beautiful house but we stayed only for one year and then moved over to Switzerland to Lugano oh that's chill yeah, it was <laughs> totally chill when I was like, well, no, it, but it was a fun experience. I, I was so young. I was uh, whatever. I was five years old when we moved to Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Um, I started school there. Um, I learned Italian. Uh, I was totally into the whole Swiss thing. Mm-hmm. And I, at six and five, six years old. Um, as you are.
0: As sorry, I wasn't. I wasn't telling Lily Pan to be quiet. I
1: was <laughs> telling the cat not to eat the wire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I want people to think I'm some like.
1: Uh, you know, look, there's a ball. You hey. sorry. Here, Minu, go, look, look.
0: What's mom doing? Okay, this is a professional
1: podcast.
0: <laughs> all right. bad
1: kids in the house. Sorry.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, and then after three years in Lugano, um, I moved back with my family. Well, my family moved back with me. I was wondering, like, they sent you to the
0: boarding school in Switzerland at five. Do you want to talk about that during the podcast?
1: We could talk about that upbringing. Luckily, no. <laughs> so we, we all went back to Canada um, when I was eight, and then I went you know to elementary school and and continued up to high school and then at 16 I moved back to Vienna so we kept it simple
0: yeah very simple no you sound like a like my upbringing moving around every Um, few years
1: except that we were not diplomats we were just crazy yeah it's overrated (laughs) you get some
0: duty-free stuff and that's it you get a you get a little passport so you can go through the lines faster. There's not really any advantage <laughs> we were,
1: to it. We were the slow ones, but anyway, yep. yeah. So, but it was exciting all the way, in any case, and I learned a lot, and I am very, I appreciate every move that we had, and I'm very grateful for my parents that they showed me all these different places in, at such a young age. So it was a great experience. Yeah, I think it's one of those
0: things that we can look back on it and be like, you know what, that actually shaped who I am today, and. Um, You see sometimes on forums where people are like, you know, I have children, I'm in the diplomatic service and my husband is. This is really going to fuck them up. And I'm always like, no, they're going to be fucked up anyway, because we just, all are. It doesn't, it, doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They could grow up in the same small town. Absolutely. They could move every two
1: years. No. There's no guarantee. There's no guarantee. So it goes always. No, no. I am absolutely grateful for my upbringing and um, ever so grateful for my parents because they really did show me so many things that I feel that many people didn't have the privilege to see. So thanks to them, I am who I am right now.
0: Yeah. And you're still in the will, <laughs>
1: thanking them. Thanks,
0: mom and dad. Yeah, I love you. Uh, I love yeah, you too, too, Mommy and daddy. Um,
1: so <laughs> Toronto. Where in Toronto do you live? So, okay, so I, I spent um my youth, youth, <laughs> youth, <laughs> um as Uncle Vinny says, um mm-hmm. in, in different places. So uh, first we moved to Rosedale. Ah. It's a very nice area. She's
0: not Jewish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just to let you know. She's very blonde and blue eyes sitting yes. across from me. Then we moved to um Blue and Young. Okay. Because why not? That was that's my that's a really nice that's where the
0: um I can't even speak. Holt Renfrew is. Absolutely. So oh. we we're in a
1: very beautiful area in almost downtown. So oh, that basically. is downtown. That's yeah. pretty downtown. That's downtown, yeah. We lived in a beautiful apartment building when they were still very large apartment buildings. I mean, they were huge. They, they aren't that huge anymore. Nowadays, no. they, they've totally minimized the space. But There's back then... There's a great was, deli
0: around the corner from there. Just to really. let you know, really good months. Why
1: haven't we gone to Toronto yet I don't together? know. We have to go.
0: Okay, we're going to do that. that we're definitely On the that. Okay, Absolutely. On the plus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, and then after living in Blue and Young, we moved to Forest Hill.
0: Mm-hmm. For people not from Toronto... Forest Hill is a very nice area of Toronto.
1: Absolutely. Toronto. And it's actually a very Jewish... I was going to say
0: again, I don't know what you guys were chasing. Like, I don't know if you were like...
1: (laughs) We fell at home there. I don't know. But yes, we were the only Austrians in a very Jewish like how was that that was interesting (laughs) like once they found out where we were from like they completely like not talked to us for a while no I'm just kidding yeah um no we were totally welcomed and you um, have to
0: stop wearing brown I mean like just stop wearing (laughs) brown if you're hanging out with your
1: neighbors (laughs) yeah um yeah no but it was a wonderful area and we had great neighbors um and no it was a beautiful experience also so yeah totally grateful for that from my parents. Thanks, <laughs> parents.
0: <laughs> Again, thank you.
1: <laughs> and so, I mean,
0: I love Toronto. I think it's a great city. It's it changed a lot, so yes, much. Absolutely. And almost every year, every other year, I go back and I'm like, what happened to that building? It's a little tragic. It's it, go- is, it's, it is. It's changed. It's not what it used to be. It's not what it used to be. And I think that's... That's the got- option coming out of, out of us. Yeah, it's like, what?
1: <laughs> This place was here for 30 years. <laughs> I'm so upset. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: I understand that there's growth and there's development, which is great. But I am the condo... Thing going on, it's too, too much. much. I yeah. miss the Toronto I knew in 1999 when I went to university. You know, I miss... I miss the Toronto I knew in 1988. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> everything about '88 was amazing though, so we all miss that. <laughs> but it's sad, no, it's sad to see it. I hope it keeps it still has that vibe, but it's not like what I remember the vibe to be. But it's still a great city, and I can't wait to go back again. We definitely have to go. We will go. Yeah, it's gonna be so dangerous. I think so too. <laughs> oh yay! Um, okay. Watch
1: out, Toronto. <laughs>
0: oh, it'll be dangerous, and we'll yes. see some of my friends. We'll see some friends. It'll be yeah. fun. Yeah, it'll be okay. dangerous. We're gonna get arrested. Um, so
1: <laughs>
0: after that, you went to the American International School.
1: That's right. Then we, at sixteen, I moved to Vienna mm-hmm. I went to the American International School. My wonderful, very loving, dear aunt. Um, Twin sister of my mother, she wanted to send me to an all girls um, sports school. (laughs) Did you do a lot of sports, (laughs) Lily? Actually, not more than anybody else did in Canada, but she was thought I was this amazing athlete, which I wasn't, which I wasn't. But anyway, um, since in Canada we do do we do a lot of sports. We do a lot of sports, so yeah. probably compare. Well, no, as I said, when I was a figure
0: skater in Canada, and then I moved here, right. I ended up training with very very good figure skaters because they couldn't find a niche for me, amazing. because they were like you were too good to be you know like amateur right? amateur so we're going to put you with like almost near olympic skaters um, no it wasn't amazing they were mean they were really mean really <laughs> they were mean because oh, okay. they're like athletes they don't eat so they're angry <laughs> They're hangry. Yes. They're hangry. <laughs> I quit after a year. But yeah, go on. Sorry. Not enough about me. More about you. Oh no. Anyway, so
1: we moved to Vienna, and I refused to go to that all-girl sports school at 16 because I was like in the peak of my puberty. Yeah. I wanted to get to know boys. Of, of course. course. So I demanded to go to the any international school, but in, the only international school that was that still had a free slot um, available because everything was completely booked out um, was the American International School. So that's where I ended up going. Lucky me. Yeah. Lucky me because I made amazing friends, actually. Oh, okay. I
0: thought it was sarcastic for a second.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> my experience at the American
0: International School was not always
1: great. Lucky, Lucky me. Lucky me. Quote, quote.
0: <laughs> quote. Yeah. No, they can hear sarcasm on that. <laughs> In my blog, not always. But I think the, I think the school was an amazing opportunity for many people. I think yeah. I just... I think because of the bullying aspect and just getting in when girls are 12 or 13, everyone's mean. And so it was, but I did make some great friendships from it. And I love now discovering people that I'm actually friends with. Hey, oh, you're fine. That's Velcro. Okay. Sorry. Talk to the cat. Not me biting the Velcro. Yeah. Yeah. You can can bite the Velcro. Just don't bite the wire. Anyway, so went to the school and then you were in Spain for a few years.
1: That's That's right. right. So after I graduated, um, I decided to stay in Vienna. Um, and contrary to most people from the American International School, they went everywhere around the world, States, yeah. Australia. <clears throat> Excuse me, I had a, a walnut in my <laughs> Um Well, I went to England, Oxford, Cambridge. I mean, we had a great class. <laughs> yeah. Really great class. Um, and look at us now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I decided to stay in Vienna, and I started studying architecture for two years. But after two years of architecture, even though I really loved it, I was not so happy living in Vienna. Nothing yeah. against Vienna. It was. It's a great, beautiful city. But back in 1998 or whatever, it was I not a great city. It wasn't. Well, it was still great, but I just didn't see the positive sides of it. So I decided Nobody to leave. Nobody did. Nobody. Nobody <laughs> saw the <laughs> positive sides. So yeah. So I decided to leave, and I wanted to actually go back to Canada. And I thought before I go back to Canada, I'm gonna live in one other country in Europe and learn a new language because once I'm in Canada,
0: you're never leaving.
1: I'm not leaving. And besides, it's a very big country. It's all English speaking except for the you know, Quebec French part. So I either learn French, English, and that's it's not gonna go beyond that. So before I go, learn a language and then go back. So I decided to go to Spain to learn Spanish. I thought that would be a great way um, you know, to take a year off, think about what I want to do with my life, mm-hmm. even though I love the architecture, but think about it again. And uh just take a year off basically. <clears throat> again, the walnut, sorry. And um and I moved to Barcelona about all oh, places because it's totally not Spanish speaking. It's yeah. totally Catalan yeah. speaking. Oh, right, right. I, I did not know that back then. But anyway. <laughs> Oops. I, <laughs> well, I knew it, but I didn't Dumb know day, it was Sasha. such a... <laughs> exactly. Una tequila, por favor. <laughs> I didn't know it was so dominant Catalan at that point. Yeah. Um, it is a very dominant language. It's an official language. So, but I moved there anyway because I thought, why not Barcelona? It's a cool place. It's close to the rest of Europe. And it has a beach. It has palm trees. That's all I wanted, actually. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I get that.
1: <laughs> and um, and what was meant to be one year ended up being ten years. It was oops. one of the most yeah like <laughs> oops um it was one of the most amazing incredible decisions I made in my life. I love Barcelona. I feel Catalan in a certain to a certain extent. It totally influenced me in my upbringing. Um, I was there from twenty two to thirty two, so a very important time in one's life actually. Yeah. yeah. And um I'm very appreciative of, of Barcelona. I still see it as home to a certain extent. Um it was an amazing time. Mhm. Mhm.
0: And then you moved back to Vienna?
1: Right. So at the 32 um in 2008 I moved back to So
0: 6 months ago.
1: <laughs> That's right. Just, <laughs> it was <just> like yesterday. <laughs> it was <just> like yesterday. <laughs> I went back to Vienna for for different reasons, a very uh, um, a variety of reasons. One of them was the, the crisis. Mm-hmm. So the financial crisis was full on in Spain. It was you could feel it in all different ways. Mm-hmm. It was a very strange atmosphere. People were being let off, um, left, right, and center. I had not been actually let off, but I decided it's a weird, strange thing going on, so I'm gonna leave. Well, um, like architects and. Anybody in the artistic field that
0: was going through like the first purge. I mean, that's pretty much a luxury that's being purged.
1: Architects were being let off by the the thousands, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, Anybody, yeah, also in the graphic design field, artistic field, um, even people who were in, um, even financial directors Mm -hmm. were being let off. It just really depends on what company you're working at, what company had to actually shut down, which were a lot of companies had to actually close up. Um, So people in all different areas were let off Yeah, you know it wasn't only architects although architects were basically um because it was, the building sector was basically affected yeah yeah that was a main uh the main area that was affected but so um I decided to move back to Vienna for that that was one reason the other reason is that I wanted to give Vienna a second chance I was like mm-hmm. I heard I always ha- heard so many amazing things about Vienna when I was in Barcelona and I was almost astounded I was like yeah. really that doesn't make sense what are you serious it's a shithole <laughs> so finally I was like Let's give Vienna a second chance. So I moved back to Vienna, and to be honest, it is just as amazing as people were telling me. I and re- it keeps getting better. Absolutely, it keeps getting better. It's I amazing. I think we're in paradise. I think we're in paradise. I think I I, we're in paradise.
0: Like it's it's amazing. If in we every had way. a beach and palm trees, then we would really like. We'd never have to leave.
1: No, I mean, it's, it's all about converting the out the down. <laughs> exactly. Yes, it's happening slowly.
0: No, but that's the thing I think it's the perfect city. And I think when it comes to, and I've talked about this so many times in the podcast, it's the best city in the world, besides for certain things. But I think in terms of lifestyle, the fact that it's very much emerging artistically, even though, I mean, I'm not talking about, uh, there's no culture in this city. <laughs> At all. Um, but when we talk about more (laughs) modern art and in terms of startups, this is a great place for startups. It's a great place for new companies to kind of come up with ideas. You might not be successful, but there's money to kind of help you out. Like the city's trying to push that.
1: Absolutely. And
0: I think that's pretty incredible.
1: Like Vienna tourism, like Wien tourism, they're doing amazing things. And um, it's growing cooler. Yeah. So much cooler. To, yeah, I mean, I see people wanting to move here. Mm-hmm. Everybody just wants to be part of Vienna. Yeah. Um, the things that are going on, the resta- restaurants that are opening. The restaurants are incredible. I mean, and there was so, there were
0: like gas toys, like a gasthouse. And then maybe kind of an Italian. Yeah. There, but now there's so
1: much choice. So yeah. I'm happy with the way it's going. Absolutely. I hope, I just hope that Vienna, you know, Vienna, the, what's charming about Vienna is that it really, you know, it maintains some of its old stores, old like, you know, little mom and pop shops. Mm-hmm. And this is what made Vienna so special. And they really, yes. you know, they really held on to that for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Whereas in other cities, they were just like, I they don't were not And that's the problem with like,
0: Toronto is like a lot of these places are just kind of, torn down Absolutely. And i hope they keep that and i think they do yeah. i mean we have to work on opening hours i mean i know that people are like we close for lunch for three hours we go open we're closed on what, Saturday. Spain? well no but here too like you know like there's an apoteca around the corner and they close for lunch for two hours really? oh yeah okay. well ours does because it's like a neighborhood apoteca okay. apoteca is pharmacy for people who don't um speak german but yeah it's there's a slower way of life here which I do enjoy I think that's great we
1: should
0: go to Spain. oh no I died because you guys eat so late and I would have to have like hypoglycemia no it'd be awful like I would have a freak it took me out like
1: 10 years to get used to it and then I went back to
0: Vienna. yeah everyone's like it's six we must eat right now or else we will die um yeah let's quickly talk because we're almost yes. we're gonna wrap up right, soon because we're, we're it's amazing why don't you tell me about your most recent projects I mean I know one of them is you did the wonderful poster for the science ball, which is on the 27th of January, yes. which we will be going to yes. and having a great time. Absolutely. And what inspired you about to do that poster? It's a fantastic poster, and you guys should check it out. It's on the what is it? The science ball Facebook page. I can also maybe post a picture of it later on. But what what inspired you about this poster?
1: Okay, so what um, my initial idea. Um, was to demo like to show two people or a bunch of people, whatever, dancers having just a carefree, wonderful, amazing time, mm-hmm. just to be enjoying that moment together, whirling or you know just partying. Um, well, I just same. wanted to be very lighthearted, fun. Um, that was, that was the initial idea, you know, um, when I started creating the, the poster. So I, I, I sent, um, you know, Alder Lehmann. who mm-hmm.
0: um, has been a guest on this podcast yeah. show. I actually listened
1: to it. It was amazing.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> I listened. I, I, I created a first design, um, which didn't actually – it wasn't accepted. It uh, wasn't quite what they were expecting or what they wanted. And um, so I gave it another whirl. Ah, no nice, pun intended Nice word <laughs> <laughs> um, And then created a second design Which didn't work out at all actually And then I created a third design Which is the one that finally um, was, It was the design which was finally printed I'm listening to you, I'm just taking a picture of your cat <laughs> <laughs> And so what really inspired me was science I was also very inspired by um, the <laughs> Sorry, your cat was a cat to um, I had to. I was also inspired by um. Oh, what was it? I'm sorry. Um, you could say Toba. I mean, I'm not going to be embarrassed. To <laughs> I be was of course Tova. inspired by you, Toba, but I was also inspired by the the universe, the stars, the planets, the constellations. Mm-hmm. DNA, anything having to do with science, anything that had kind of a whirl in it, you know? So DNA has this whirling shape. Well, kind of
0: like the idea of dancing and then the planets are going around. Exactly, like the waltz,
1: right? Oh, I get it. So that's also the reason for the universe and this circular movement, right? which was basically um, the inspiration of, you know, sorry, that was my phone. So that was the inspiration for the the design of the poster, Mm -hmm. basically.
0: No, it's fantastic. And you've been getting amazing feedback and what other big projects have you worked on recently and what's in store, if you can talk about it. Um, of, of,
1: of course. I, I had some really amazing projects coming in after this, um, just recently, actually in December. Um, so I created a, an illustration for a website in, um, for, for a company in Quebec. It's actually a foundation. Oh, yeah. They focus on old, like, um, pensioners, like, yeah. um, old people. basically old people retirement people who are going through retirement that 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 was I was trying to find that word so people who are in retirement but are still very active so they have like initiatives to um have like startups for retirement people you know going to that people who still want to create people still want to do stuff great absolutely amazing idea actually so um so I did an illustration for their website which is going to be online very soon and um yeah Basically that's, that's one of the, and the things that are coming up. Um, I don't know yet, but it's the future. that's going to be exciting. It's, box, it's like a box of surprises always. So that's, yeah. and that's what I love about my work. It's, you never know what's going to come up. So,
0: so exciting. Yes. So if you guys want to check out her website, I'll be putting it in the comments once I post this, which will be Thursday. So next Thursday. So today what you're listening to will be Thursday. Um, Thank you so much, Lily. I love your work. Thank you. I love that we can catch up. We got to talk before, and we'll have to do it again soon. So much fun. So much fun. And we'll see each other at the Science Ball, of course. Absolutely. And as I always end the podcast, I mean, if you, there's anything you want to add before I end
1: it, is there anything you want to say? I just want to say thank you so much, Tova, for this amazing experience. I've never had this, like, kind of podcast interview ever, so <laughs> something new for me, but I totally enjoyed it. I loved it. And, um, yeah, all the best to you in the new year. Thank I, you. I you really, too. Yeah, it's thank
0: exciting. So I'm excited. 2018 is going to be amazing.
1: It's going to be an amazing year. Yeah. So very excited. Cannot wait. Yeah. Me too.
0: All right. Thank you so much. And again, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, please like, please share, please um, tell your parents about it. <laughs> because, you know, sharing is caring. Again, uh, thanks for all the feedback. It's always very important for me to hear only if it's positive. And <laughs> I'm very sensitive. And as I always end my podcasts, I always say thank you and toodles.